0: Hello, everyone. I would like to uh, welcome you to Kaijin's webinars uh, on characterizing the microbiome by targeted sequencing of bacterial 16S RNA and fungal ITS gene, which will be presented by Dr. Winnie Ritterberg. My name is Yi Lian, and I'm your host for today's webinar. Now I would like to give a uh, brief introduction to uh, today's speaker, Dr. uh, Winnie Ritterberg. Uh, Dr. Winnie Winnie Ritterberg is a uh, microbiologist. She received her doctoral degree from Aarhus University, Denmark. Dr. Ritterberg has almost a decade's experience in clinical microbiology, working at the Department of Clinical Microbiology at Aarhus University Hospital. Dr. Ritterberg's primary research interest, uh, interest was the microbiology of cystic fibrosis with a specific focus on bacterial evolution and the microbiome studies. Dr. Ritterberg joined Chiagen Bioinformatics in early 2017 as a research scientist on the micro, uh, microbial genomics team. Now I will hand over the presentation to Dr. Winnie Ritterberg.
1: Thank you and welcome to this session. Uh, Today I will be presenting to you how we have used amplicon sequencing analysis to uh, characterize the bacterial and fungal communities in decomposing plant litter. The decomposition of plant material is a dynamic process where the composition of available nutrients changes continuously. The nutritional fluctuations are accompanied by successional changes in the bacterial and the fungal communities. So while the involvement of fungi in decomposition of plant litter has been established for a long time, the role of bacteria is uh, still somewhat debated. Some believe that the bacteria provide micronutrients for the fungi. Some believe they are simple colonizers with no contribution to the degradation process. And uh, others uh, believe they co-occur and interact with the fungal community. In uh, 2016, uh, Puro Hong and co-workers published uh, this study called Life in the Leaf Litter: Novel Insights into Community Dynamics of Bacteria and Fungi During Litter Decomposition. Uh, describing the uh, microbial community during uh, degradation of leaves by analyzing bacterial 16S ribosomal RNA genes and the uh, fungal internal transcribed spatial regions. So what this is, is a really uh, detailed analysis of the interaction and uh, dynamics of bacterial and fungal communities. And the reason we have chosen this study uh, for a case uh, was because it would really give us the opportunity to put our software to the test on different types of amplicon data simultaneously. We have uh, recently updated our OTU clustering tool, so it will now uh, also cluster amplicons of varying length, uh, which is of particular interest uh, when analyzing fungal ITS sequences that uh, that vary considerably in, uh, in length. The the study was uh, conducted at the Heinrich dunn Biodiversity Biodiversity Exploratory, which is a large area in central Germany and includes the Heinegg National Park. So the site consists of uh, unmanaged pure or mixed beech forests. So for the study, um, they collected uh, freshly fallen beech leaves and and, uh, air dried them. Uh, So 10 grams of dried leaves... uh, uh, were put into each of 15 nylon bags uh, that were then placed on the forest test site in, uh, in late November when the litter fall period had ended. The bags were then retrieved on five sampling dates in February after 89 days, in May after 180 days, in August after 284 days, uh, in November after 362 days, And in March the following year, uh, after a total of 473 days. And on each date, uh, three replicate bags were retrieved. To profile the bacterial community, uh, the V3 to V5 region of the 16S ribosomal RNA gene was analyzed. And for the fungal community, the region spanning from ITS1, uh, through to ITS-2 of the internal transcribed space region was used. Uh, all uh were sequenced using 454 technology. So um, I know many of you are probably familiar with this. But I will just briefly introduce the Microbial Genomics Pro Suite. Uh, the Microbial Genomics Pro Suite builds upon CLC Genomics Workbench and contains the uh, Microbial Genomics module, the Metagenomic plugin, and the Genome Finishing module. Our solution is uh, the all-inclusive holiday version of bioinformatics software for microbial genomics. And it supports analysis in the fields of genomics, transcriptomics, epigenomics, molecular biology, metagenomics, and pathogen typing. Data, metadata, and results can be linked. And the solution contains various statistical tools and a range of uh, interactive graphical visualizations of results and uh, associated metadata. Our solution is uh, fully customizable. And we collaborate with external partners to provide plugins for Cosmos ID, MetageneMark, and Blast2Go. The last thing I want to highlight is that our solution is scalable to meet any sample throughput. It can be run either locally or on the genomic server, which ensures flexibility with regard to number of samples and uh, compute resources. So we know we have a quite comprehensive toolbox allowing specialized analysis of uh, genome sequencing data. And for the new user of our software, these tools may appear hidden. Therefore, we would like to demonstrate some of these using, an, uh, using amplicon data from a study describing uh, the microbial communities during plant litter decomposition. So uh, here on this slide, you can see the data analysis pipeline that we have used for this particular study. So we start by uh, importing the data and the metadata into the workbench. Then we create what we call a result metadata table, which essentially is just our way of linking the raw data or or the reads uh, with the associated metadata that has been specified by the user. And then as the different analyses are performed, the result files will also be linked to the original input and will be displayed in this table. So as a result, uh, all the files related to a specific input will be connected um, in the end. So uh, next, we uh, ran the workflow called Data QC and OTU Clustering. And as you can see uh, in the box on the bottom left, this workflow contains tools for trimming the sequences, uh, filtering out samples where the number of reads is too low and uh, the classification of reads into operational taxonomic units, or OTUs. So this workflow is pre-configured with default settings, but it can be customized to fit uh, specific use cases. So the workflow outputs an abundance table, which uh, describes the absolute and relative abundances of clustered reads in each sample and also um, a number of related graphics such as bar charts, area charts, and sunburst diagrams. So the the abundance table can be used as the input for downstream statistics, and uh, the first thing we did was uh, calculate the uh, diversity using uh, the workflow called Estimate Alpha and Beta Diversity. And as you can see in the box on the bottom right, this workflow contains tools that will remove OTUs with low abundance. It will align the OTUs and calculate the maximum likelihood phylogeny. And then finally, it uh, will estimate both the alpha and the beta diversity. So that being the diversity within each sample and the diversity among different samples. The last thing we did was uh, to calculate the fold change in abundance between groups using the tool differential abundance analysis, which will output a table with the calculated fold change in relative abundance and uh, related statistics. So um, I will now uh, show you the results of this analysis. And, uh, clustering, uh, 16S ribosomal RNA gene sequences at 97% identity against the silver reference database resulted in classification of reads into 14 phyla and 231 genera. The three most abundant phyla were the proteobacteria accounting for 55% of the reads, the actinobacteria accounting for 25% of reads, and the bacteroidetes is counting for 16% of the reads. So this bar chart shows the relative abundance of taxa clustered at family level at the different sampling dates. Uh, You should note here that uh, the three replicates for each sampling date have been aggregated into one column per sample. Uh, As you can see, uh, the composition of the bacterial community changes considerably over time, Um, with a distinct set of bacteria dominating in the early stages and another in the later stages of the decomposition uh, process. If we look at the bacterial diversity estimates, we can see from the plot on the left, showing the alpha diversity or the diversity within each sample, that the bacterial richness varies over time, being lower in the early stages of decomposition compared to the later stages. And when we compare the diversity between the samples, um, that being the uh, beta diversity, uh, and display it in a three-dimensional plot as the PCOA plot on the right, we see that the bacterial communities at the different sampling points are clearly distinct from each other. To get a clearer view of just how much the bacterial community changes as the leaf degradation progresses, Uh, we calculated the differential abundance of dominant taxa. For simplicity, we're showing you only uh, the comparison of day 0 and day 473. And if we look at the genera representing more than 1% of the relative abundance, then 18 of 20 genera are differentially represented, ranging from an 800-fold reduction in relative abundance to a 1,200-fold increase in relative abundance. The change in relative abundance is shown uh, in the heat map, and day zero is shown in the outermost column on the left, and uh, day 473 is shown in the center column. The relative abundance of the streptomyces is, is increased twelve hundred-fold when comparing day zero and day uh, 473. Uh, the bradyrass shows shown an almost two hundred-fold increase in relative abundance and hymenobacter showed an 800-fold reduction in relative abundance. So we now move on to look at the fungal community. And um, when the uh, fungal ITS sequences were clustered against the dynamic version of the UNITE reference database, this resulted in classification of reads into 3 phyla and uh, 75-genera. The early stages of decomposition were dominated by members of the Ascomycota, representing 65% of the reads, um, the later stages were dominated by members of the Basidiomycota, representing 35% of the reads. This bar chart shows the uh, relative abundance of fungal taxa clustered at uh, family level. As you can see from the chart, the community is uh, dominated by different fungal families at the early and the later stages of leaf degradation. As you can also see, um, members of the, the order of the Silla Realis, uh, dominate the mid-stages of uh, decomposition. That's the dark gray ones in the, in the three middle uh, samples. Um so if we instead of zooming in and look at the individual fungal families uh, present in the samples uh look at the overall composition of the community uh the diversity uh then we find that the fungal diversity is lowest at the early stages of leaf de- decomposition uh increases as the decomposition progresses and then reaches a maximum at day uh, 473 So when we compare the diversity between the samples, as is shown in the chart on the right, uh, we find clearly distinct communities at all sampling points, uh, showing you just how dynamic uh, the Fung community is throughout this process. To get a clearer view of how the community evolves over time, uh, we compared the relative abundance of the dominant genera. We have calculated the differential abundance for genera representing more than 1% of the relative abundance and find that 10 out of 13 genera are differentially represented, ranging from a 1,200-fold reduction in relative abundance to an 8,000-fold increase. So uh, for simplicity, we look only at the comparison of day 0 and day 473, um, and this time um, uh, day zero is shown uh, on the far left column and at day four hundred seventy three is shown on the far right column in the heat map um, so we find that the uh, we find that the relative abundance of apparatus uh, was increased six thousand fold uh, that of Libioda was increased uh, three thousand six hundred fold and uh, And the relative abundance of the mycena was increased twenty uh, five hundredfold. So uh, during leaf senescence, uh, the most labile uh, constituents, such as the uh, soluble oligosaccharides, organic acids, and amino acids, are uh, withdrawn by the tree. As a result, uh, dead plant material is mainly composed of cellulose, hemicellulose and lignin. The decomposition of the plant litter is characterized by an early phase with leaching and degradation of soluble and low molecular weight compounds followed by an uh, intermediate phase where the most accessible carbohydrates such as hemicellulose and cellulose are degraded. So the final phase is dominated by degradation of the most recalcitrant compounds, such as lignin. Because of such uh, nutritional fluctuations, uh, the microbial community must be dynamic and uh, and very adaptable. So during the early stages of leaf litter degradation, where the levels of hemicellulose and cellulose are high, we found Ascomycetes uh, fungi to dominate the fungal community. The members of Ascomycota are well-known decomposers of hemicellulose and cellulose. As the uh, decomposition uh, progresses and the levels of lignin increase, uh, we observed a shift in the fungal community to one that is dominated by members of the Basidiomycota. The differential abundance analysis showed a 3,000-fold increase in the relative abundance of the fungi uh, Mycena and Libiota, which are two well-characterized degraders of lignin. So it has for a long time been assumed that fungi uh, are the main decomposers of plant material. But uh, recent studies uh, indicate that bacteria also contribute significantly to the decomposition process. Numerous bacteria have been described as cellulose degraders and uh, genome analysis have shown the presence of genes encoding potential cellulases in, the, in nearly all major phyla. Many of the bacteria that we observed in high abundance in the early stages, such as the uh, sphingomonas and pylobacter, have both been described as uh, cellulose degraders. We find flavobacteria dominating the community throughout the study, which is uh, consistent with the ability of these bacteria to degrade both cellulose and lignin. In the later stages of decomposition, the bacterial community was dominated by Tartifega, Bradyrhizobium, and Streptomyces. Filamentous bacteria, such as the Streptomyces, are highly efficient lignin degraders, uh, consistent with the dominant role in the final stages of leaf um, decomposition, we found the nitrogen-fixing uh, bacteria Rhizobium and Kineosporia present in all stages of decomposition, and uh, Bradyrhizobium and Tardigrad dominant uh, in the community during the later stages. So during decomposition, nitrogen resources decrease. And the presence of bacteria able to accumulate atmospheric nitrogen might improve nitrogen resource availability, uh, supporting other members of the microbial community. So um, to summarize, um, we have here shown that amplicon sequencing is a powerful way of studying microbial communities. Uh, and that the analysis from raw reads to community profiles can be done in relatively few steps. Um, So in this case study, uh, we find that the observed changes in the fungal and bacterial abundances correlate well with the predominant uh, metabolic capabilities required at the different stages of leaf decomposition in response to uh, nutrient uh, availability. So, with this, I uh, I want thank you uh, for your attention, uh, and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Thank you.
0: to insight.